When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zipline through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hi, folks. Be sure to visit my webpage at dr-history.com for over 440 true stories of the Old West. Also, now available on Amazon, my first book, a historical fiction based on true events entitled Coal Miner to Cowboy. The story of a young man born in England in 1850. He wants to be a cowboy and makes his way to America, travels from New Orleans to Independence on a steamboat, hires on as a teamster to Santa Fe, then on a cattle drive to Bozeman, Montana. He also rides shotgun on a stagecoach. He travels with a wagon train, and on his two-year journey, he meets some famous people and keeps a journal of his adventures. The book contains a lot of the true stories from my podcast and is now available on Amazon. Visit my webpage for a link to Amazon for the book, Coal Miner to Cowboy. And right now, as the band has just quit playing and all the pomp and circumstance with the red feathered coats, etc., Dr. History. Good morning, Zeb. How are you? Great day. Great day. Had a fun time at the Fair and Rodeo. Oh, I forgot to ask you. They... They had a very good rodeo announcer this year. Good. He did a great job. Good. I was talking to Deanne, and you know him. Uh, Kate Roggy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he yeah. did a really good job, and it was really cool. Saturday night, they honored Randy Munns. Really? They had a uh, kind of an award ceremony, gave him, looked like a plaque of some kind. He got a standing ovation from the crowd, and it was just a, well, a, a nice. neat experience. That so. is nice. I wish I'd have known that. I uh, would have tried to make arrangements to be there. So yeah. so it was a good week. Did good. Really I'm glad you enjoyed it. But there again, I'm a little bit uh, selfish in my thinking that uh, you walked in the door and I did not see a maple bar with bacon on it. You know, I, t- I got home Saturday night with seven maple bars. Seven? Seven. Seven out of, of 24. Them. For me. Uh, yeah. And they disappeared. And I don't know who to, I've got grandsons and grandkids, but they were gone. What can I say? I Sorry. feel, honestly, I feel slighted. <laughs> you know, they make maple bars throughout the year. Oh, boy. So. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, so when my brother and sister-in-law, uh, next time they make some, I will bring you one. Are they local? Yeah, they just live by me. All right. Uh, I want you to take the time and the effort to say, we'll take many. <laughs> Okay, okay. It, we'll we'll get her done. All right. What are we going to talk okay, about? Okay, we're going to you know when you talk about brave men in the old west, like gunslingers, outlaws, Indian fighters, mountain men. But according to this article, 
There never was a braver man in all the West than Ivy Baldwin. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I mean, you've talked about some uh, gunslingers and yeah. some highwaymen and, and sheriffs, but who is Ivy Baldwin? I knew you'd say that. So I'm going to tell you about him. So picture this. He's five feet, three inches tall. Are we talking about Barney Fife? No, Ivy Baldwin. Oh. Now, now, okay, 112 pounds. <laughs> Ivy Baldwin ran away from home at age 12. I understand. Taught himself to walk a tightrope and spent his life as a circus performer, a balloonist, a trapeze artist, and a tightrope walker. He performed all over the world, but his most famous feat was walking a 7-8-inch steel cable stretched between the Great Gateway Rocks of Colorado's El Dorado Canyon, 582 feet above the canyon oh, floor, no. and 630 feet, 35 feet across. I'll show you a picture when I get done. Talking about, I'll just show you You're quickly. You're 635 yeah. feet across? Yeah, so uh, let me tell you about this. That's not a net underneath him. No. So El Dorado Springs Resort was formed in the canyon at the turn of the century and is credited as being the very first resort built in the western United States. Really? So some kind of a resort for people, vacation resort or something mm, like that. I didn't know that. So Ivy Baldwin was hiking the canyon one day when he ran into the McGrew sisters. Who the were McGrew the sisters. The McGrew sisters, quite pretty young ladies. <laughs> On the spur of the moment, he told them he would string a wire across that canyon and walk it if he wanted to. He said it would be easy. Okay? Easy. Easy. So uh-huh. the idea, once conceived, kind of grew on him, and he approached the resort, the resort owner, a guy named Frank Fowler, with his plan to attract crowds to the resort. So Fowler, knowing what kind of an appeal this would be to the public, he supervised the stretching of a cable between what they call the Bastille on the south side of the canyon to a point on the wind tower on the north side. Oh, So my. that's that picture I just showed you. Yeah. No net was ever stretched under this high wire. Baldwin's first walk was made in 1907 when he was 41. Uh, and by the way, he, that's the year he died, too. <laughs> he didn't reach 42. Okay. So here's what Baldwin told in an interview. He said, quote, I never had a teacher in tightrope walking. I was a newsboy in San Antonio, Texas, when I saw a man walk a rope. Zeb, will you quit hitting flies? He, won't, <laughs> he won't die. You know, you've hit three times and you've missed him three times. I, I, I sent him down there and he looked at me and he kept on fluttering. <laughs> Folks, I wish you could see this. <laughs> he's he's swatting at flies and missing every time. Oh, my. Let me get back to this. Please. Okay. Baldwin told him an interview. Quote, I never had a teacher in tightrope walking. I was a newsboy in San Antonio, Texas, when I saw a man walk a rope. So I put up a wire across the San Antonio River. I made a perfect crossing. A circus owner saw me walk and gave me a contract. Before the season was over, I was the best performer and did seven acts a day. Oh, my. Across the, so Ivy Baldwin was born 
uh, actually his name was Willie Ivey, in 1866 in San Antonio, Texas. When he was 17, he took the name Baldwin from the famous Baldwin brothers who hired him to work with their troop of acrobats, wire walkers, and parachute jumpers. Oh, it wasn't the actor Baldwins. uh, Baldwin brothers uh, circus something. You better not (laughs) say that fast five times. I know. So he traveled around the world six times performing hot air balloon rides up in the air, walking tight ropes, making parachute jumps, and diving from really up high into a net. On his first trip around the world, he visited Japan, where he advertised a high dive into a net from a tower 150 feet high. Whoa. So when he got ready to do this, the uh, they set up this uh, tower, but when they got it set up, it was only 100 feet high. So they said, no, the Japanese emperor said, hey, you said 150. So they added another 50 feet, 150 feet high, so he could jump into this net. Into a net. Yeah. Can you imagine the workers that put that net together? And one guy looks at the other guy and he says, did you tie that south end, Bernie? <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens to Ivy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So then in 1887, Ivy Baldwin walked a wire 75 feet above the main street in Wichita Falls, Texas. He had two men on the street holding guy wires to steady his tightrope. As he reached the middle of the wire, he watched in horror as a roaring drunk came galloping down at full speed uh, on his horse. Sure enough, the horse knocked down one of the men holding a guy wire, and the impact caused the other fellow to yank the wire out from under Ivy's feet. He broke four ribs and his ankle in the fall, but he maintained that he would have been okay if he hadn't landed in a pile of bricks. Well, well, wait a minute. 75 feet high? Yeah. And he was just, you know, broke you a few bones. you got to watch out for those drunks of horseback, I'm <laughs> telling you. Well, Baldwin was light on his feet and moved with the strength of a cat. Not anymore, he wasn't. <laughs> the grace of a cat. He never boasted about his performance. He loved the attention. He was fond of children. Just a kind of a good guy. Well, his round-the-world adventure sometimes landed him in dangerous predicaments. When he parachuted into the jungles of Java, he was accosted by wild apes and had to scare them away with a tree branch until he was rescued. There is nothing worse than jumping into a jungle and being accosted by, by apes. wild apes. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. it's happened to everybody. I know. Several times for us, right? <laughs> so after he parachuted into headhunter territory in oh. Borneo, oh. the natives thought he was a sky god and instead of eating him, invited him to stay with them and became their priest. 
In Mexico, he made a hot air balloon ride and parachuted into a desert of cactus. Oh! The natives stripped him, applied warm tallow to his body, and then when it had cooled, they scraped him with a knife to get rid of the thorns. Yeah, but scraping, what about getting them off that had gone under the skin? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess if you scrape them, they come out somehow. Ivy wasn't real smart. <laughs> well, he, he did some interesting things. He had three, three balloons crashed and burned with Baldwin. Uh-huh. He parachuted into San Francisco Bay one day and became caught in the chute lines. He barely managed to escape. He once survived the crash of a heavier-than-air box kite-like contraption that soared for a few moments in the air above Denver, Colorado, and then crashed into a tree, knocking him unconscious. Mm. He did some interesting things. Well, I still go back to my original statement. He wasn't real smart. <laughs> In 1890, he was hired by John Elix Jr. to make hot air balloon ascensions, or going up in the balloon. Yeah, but what about coming down? Uh, good question. I think they, <laughs> yeah, I think they quit using the gas or something. So he was doing these at this place called Elite Gardens Amusement Park in Denver. He was paid five hundred dollars for each performance that he did in this garden, uh, and it became his headquarters, uh, though he continued to make appearances in other cities. So Baldwin would perform acrobats on the trapeze at an altitude of about 1,500 feet. Oh, no, no. Oh, it gets better. There's some other things he did. You won't believe this. In 1898, Ivy enlisted in the United States Army Signal Corps and served in the Spanish-American War at the Battle of Santiago. While riding in an observation balloon over enemy territory, he was spotted by troops on the ground. Hovering above them in this delicate balloon, at the mercy of the prevailing winds, he became a target. Rifles began shooting at him, and they scored and shot down his balloon. Well, duh. <laughs> you know, it he's in that takes... basket? Yeah. Well, let me show you a picture of the balloon and the basket. Oh, my. You know? So that was some of the very first. Didn't back take in much to shoot him down, early, did it? Early 1900s. They but... shot that one down easier than they shot down the Chinese balloon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Baldwin walked away from that encounter, and years later, here's what he said. Quote, I don't know that I have ever been real scared. I got a little bit white at the Battle of Santiago some years ago, but I wouldn't say I was scared. It was like being in a hailstorm. Damaged the balloon some, but never touched me. Really? So he never, they never shot him. Are you scared of heights? There's a point where, yeah, but I, I can am. go up in an airplane, no problem. Really? Yeah, but... Okay. Uh, can yeah, you, you walk a tightrope? Don't even think about okay. that. Yeah. Now, one of uh, uh, Fowler, the guy that he worked for, favorite stories was a walk that Baldwin did uh, in Baltimore. And so here's what Fowler said about that. He said, well, it was a Shriners convention. Oh, this is what Ivy said, said Ivy. And I was booked to walk a wire 120 feet over the asphalt street. After I'd made the walk, I got pinched. The cop said there was a city ordinance that forbid any aerial act without a net under it. The judge fined me $5 and said, don't you try it again. That night, I went to the waterfront and bought me an old fish net. The next morning, I laid the net flat on the pavement and made another walk. 
when the cops got ready to pinch me again, I had the hee-haw on them. I showed them I had a net, even if it wasn't a regular one, and even if it lay flat on the pavement. He had a good sense of humor. <laughs> he had a net. <laughs> it was laying on the pavement, but he had a net. With a dead carp in it. Yeah. Uh, before his first walk over El Dorado Canyon, ads were sent all over the state billing his event as the world's highest tightrope walk. Let me show you that picture again. Oh, Here, I'll I've got to see that. You. Holy yeah. smokes. Now, this is over Colorado, right? Yeah, over in Colorado. Wow. So, what he did was he, he put on a tight union suit, a short-sleeved white shirt, and an old pair of trousers. To walk the wire, he wore a special camel hide shoe, which he said did not get slippery in wet weather. A large crowd gathered in the canyon to watch this daring act, many doubting that any man could actually walk that high wire. Ivy picked up his balancing pole. You see, he's got a pole that he's hanging on to. Yeah. You saw that. And it was 25 feet long and weighed 25 pounds. Really? So he grasped the pole with his hands about two feet apart, uh, with his palms turned outward from his body. So there was a great silence settled over the crowd below as he stepped onto the wire and with these small, little, precise steps, he began his journey across the canyon. When he reached the middle of the wire, he paused, lowered himself on it, and stood on his head. Stood on his head. This guy's nuts. The crowd screamed in delight, and he got up and finished his walk. Oh, that's not. There's more. Oh, there's more. There's more. Oh, okay, okay. He he walked that wire eighty nine times during his life, and improvised a lot of stunts for his performances. You never talk about the failures, but then come to think of it, that would have been the end of the story. (laughs) I wouldn't have any more to say. So here's something else he did. He would sit in the middle of the wire and eat a sandwich or tie signs on the wire, wire on his way across. A lifelong resident remembered watching Ivy take a container of canned heat and some pancake batter along with him on one walk. Out in the center of the wire, he fired up the heat, made pancakes, and flipped them down to an enthusiastic crowd. Then he packed up his high-altitude kitchen and finished his stroll. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Did he sit down on the wire? I don't know. It doesn't say, she just says that he oh. made pancakes and... Wow. Flipped him down to the. I can't even it. make pancakes standing in, in my kitchen. <laughs> no. So one day there was a fierce summer storm that caught him. He was out on the wire when lightning began cracking. Oh, this doesn't and sound hissing good. on the surrounding spe- peaks. Thunder roared, rain poured. The spectators watched as Ivy lowered himself on the wire and hung by his knees upside down. He dangled from the wire in this fashion for over 20 minutes, waiting for the worst of the storm to pass. It took him an hour that day to complete the walk that normally only took him six and a half minutes. Well, 20 minutes hanging, <laughs> upside, hanging upside down? down? Yeah. By your knees, you know, with your you knees bent over the wire. you got to be kidding yeah. me. So, 
Anyway, for many years, Baldwin was the star attraction at the resort, the same resort we're talking about, on weekends. Uh, excursion trains brought a lot of people, passengers to the canyons, gentlemen in their Sunday suits, and ladies decked out in long skirts and big hats adorned with bright flowers, crowded off the cars to enjoy the day's festivities. And uh, so in 1926, now he's 60 years old. Okay, now don't make fun of that age. <laughs> I won't, because he's still younger than Both us. Both of us are looking over our shoulder at that one. Yeah. So at the insistence of family and friends, Baldwin retired from walking the high wire. But as the years passed, he often wanted to walk it again because his original goal had been to cross the canyon 100 times. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Here we go. So in 1948, when he was 82 years old. That was a year after I was born. 82 years old. He badgered Jack Fowler, the owner of the resort, into letting him walk the wire one more time. That's all it takes. (laughs) Jack refused to let him go up on the high wire, but he agreed to stretch a lower wire 300 feet long and 125 feet above the creek. Now, here's what Ivy said. He told anyone who would listen, that's plain foolishness. He says, you can get hurt just as bad at 125 feet as you can at 500. In other words, anything Mm. over 125 feet... You're going to die. It's not going to be good. No. no so they're going to write matter. a story about you. It doesn't matter that it's only 125 feet. There you go. If you fall. Yeah. So nevertheless, the event was scheduled on the lower wire, and 3,000 people came to watch Baldwin's last walk. And there's actually, and again, this was, what did I tell you, uh, 1948. 1948, yeah. So a videotape actually exists of that last walk. Really? So there's actually video mo- movie footage of that last did walk. Did it go all the way till he yelled, oops? <laughs> he, he made it. He made it. So Ivy Baldwin was the second man in the United States to make a parachute jump can you imagine off of a high wire no off of a balloon oh i see in a high okay. you know in a hot air balloon oh my but can you imagine what it would take to jump out of a balloon with a parachute not really knowing for sure how that thing's going to work your words can you imagine no <laughs> no well he died of a heart attack october 8 1953 in his cabin at El Dorado Springs. Wow. How old was he then? Let's see. He would have been close to about uh, 80, almost 80, wasn't he? Or, over over 80 close. by yeah. now, yeah. 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 So, anyway, so he is buried right there at uh, El Dorado Springs. And really? So, and he did this all to start off with because he was trying to impress some girls. Yeah, yeah, you know. The crazy guy, didn't he know? How many guys died doing that? Yeah, for heaven's <laughs> sakes. Wow. So, so that's and that the, was Ivy Baldwin. That's the story of Ivy Baldwin, the Skywalker. I'll tell you what, he's a brave man. He is. Stupid, but brave. But brave. <laughs>